Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. Mary Dripmas. My name's Dave. Welcome to Too Much Dip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. Dipness. Why? Because it dipness. That's what I said. I thought you said dripness. What did I say? You said dipness. Are you sure? One thousand. Oh, I might have said dripness. But to all of our dippers out there, Mary Dipmas to you. Okay. I'm gonna do something a little bit differently today. I'm gonna intro KJ first, and I would just like for him to explain himself. What happened? Well, as you know, today is the day where I am absolutely enhanced. Why are you even here? Uh, it's superhero or superpower day for me, David. Uh, but I've told people this before that I keep that thing wet. I am Aquaman. I tried to have a little bit of water before this show. And, you know, you can't just... I'm already saturated. Yeah, man. I Support, am all Aquaman. <laughs> I, uh, I assume that you're going to be operating at a very high level on this pod. Like, not to set the bar very high for you, but... 11 of 10 day for me, man. 11 of 10. You came in hot this morning. I, I cannot overstate how good of a day it's been micah how's your day my day is great how was y'all's weekend fantastic you want to do this weekend and fun no i just want to tell you uh <laughs> about my saturday just making tiktok videos on a saturday this is probably insta's first 120 fps video to found a way to shoot that in that frame rate iconic and innovative star emoji star emoji heart emoji star eye emoji party emoji that dude's obsessed obsessed with like the latest technology with video quality yeah yeah, obsessed with it and audio quality well he's iconic and innovative there's no doubt it's great to be back with you guys merry dipmas merry dipmas to you dave this one's for dippy well it is the dip man gene do we have a do we have a stocking for for dippy yeah it's hung dippy doesn't play that shit I've, i've heard that we need a dippy um Topper. See a Jehovah's Witness or? Oh, that's true. A, a dippy t- tree topper would be. Just a just an iconic uh, cartoon chip. <laughs> too much dip on it. Ten of t- ten of ten tree for sure. Last but not least, the tree man himself. Ooh. Everybody's favorite. Right as the, the tummy does a little grumble. Guys, it's Dylan Shivery. Hello, David and KJ and Micah. Very happy to be here. Merry Dipmas to you. Good to find gentlemen. Doing Mary Dipmas. Mary, okay, Mary Dipmas, David. Damn it. I heard you I'll the first six times. Say it back if you mean it. Stupid jerk. This fucking guy. Uh, yeah, man. Very happy to be here. Ready to talk sports or anywhere, whatever else you want to get into. Really. I want to get into what KJ rolled into the studio with this morning. He came in with a new – well, KJ, what'd you, what happened? So, again, it is Black Superpower Day. Um, I figured I'd take that one opportunity – that I had, or this one opportunity, to make a phone call. So I called Black Santa, uh, the one, the only, the one you know that I appreciate and, and recognize. Not sure who you guys have sat on laps for years. Kind of weird, but never seen kids cry on Black Santa's lap. Sure. Find me one photo. Uh, so I called him and said, hey, what's up, man? You know, been going through some things like most of us uh, here in 2020, but your boy's really – hoping to cop an Xbox uh, Series X for Christmas. Mm. Um, and he was like, hey, you know what? They're unavailable till April, but today I got you. 
And so I stopped at Target, and I was like, hey, Black Santa sent me. And your boy acquired an Xbox. He literally rolled in with a – can I ask why you had a cooler bag? That's Costco-related. Okay. As, as you know, you don't have bags at Costco, so it, it just helps carry things into the house. Cooler bag, the exact dimensions of a, a brand-new Xbox It, it was like box. it was perfectly fit for – it is said a, Xbox. An absolute Dipmas miracle. Superpower. Wow. Too icy. <laughs> Merry Dipmas to you. Absolutely. Thanks, Dippy. What uh, what percentage <laughs> of our listeners are, are not online enough to understand uh, Black Superpower Day? I hope a lot. Well, because... 25% of the people that host this podcast would be included <laughs> in that. Yeah, so. Micah didn't know. You're not online enough. I guess not. You need to spend more time online. Uh, Twitter is uh, it's very entertaining today. You know, when people like start predicting, like, oh, tomorrow's going to be an all-time Twitter day, you're usually like, okay, fine. The, this one, they were right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's very just delivering. It really is. It's like, bringing us a lot of joy. I saw the Yahoo Navy day. You know, you're not going to shock me. And then you get today. Yeah. And it's, and it's another one. So, to be clear, your superpower is your ability to find hard-to-find uh, Christmas items. My superpower is the ability to leverage my relationship with Black Santa <laughs> To acquire said. Okay. <laughs> a hard find electronic. It's a very specific superpower. It is. It is. I'm going to also leverage that same power to see if I can't offload an Xbox One later on this afternoon. You know, can't have yeah. too much tech. Yeah. I, I, you might as well uh, ride this wave, man. Things are looking up can. for KJ. Yeah. It's a good one. He's got a QZ on. SMU QZ. Yeah. Well, well, Patrick, no, it's Peter. It's definitely Peter, not Patrick Millar. Patrick Millar, old Patty Mills. That's his brother. Patty Mills. That's actually the gear that you buy at Costco. Exactly. The Kirkland brand. Um, Before we get into it, everybody do us a favor. Check out Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. That's Too Much Dip, two Ps, and Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. I think if you go there, you'll find a lot of content that might be relevant to you. How about that? It's fair to say. Did you guys see the content over the weekend? I always see the content. I think a lot of people got some laughs out of it. People were like side texting me like, dude, you're crushing. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not me. They're like, no, we know it's you. It's very clearly you. So, <laughs> yeah, it's me for now. We'll see what happens in 2021. Also, subscribe, leave a review. We've got our Thursday. Oh, we don't have our Thursday live stream. It's Christmas Eve. No, Thursday night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> tune into that. What if somebody wants to get a little liquored up, a little too much eggnog? And just go live. Too much nog? Too much nog. <laughs> Let's leave that up to you. It doesn't have to be me, Dylan. You can do this as well. I think you well. should. It's your dipmas. I think you should. Okay. Some might say we could go live from Verdansk. Who knows? Do I need to bring my <laughs> Xbox home? That is between you and uh, the wonderful women of your life. Bring the Twitch Bring the Twitch situation home. I'm not twitching from my parents' house. Dude, no. My dad would. No. He ain't about that life. No, I'm not. That is too, <laughs> I promise you that is there's too many variables involved in that situation. Okay. Okay? Okay. Bring it to the ranch. Oh, you're not going to the ranch. I'll be next here, time man. you go to the ranch, bring it. Yeah. Okay. Not, not, not strong internet out there. Hey, if you guys like fun gear and you want to support the Dippy movement, check out our washed media shop. Go to washedmedia.shop. We've got gear on there. You can buy a you can buy a too much dip golf towel. Seeing shipping confirmations going out day by day. I'm wait. I'm waiting on mine. I've got a, a dippy golf towel headed my way. Very excited for it. Nice. So check it out. Washmedia.shop. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Would you like to talk some NFL football? Turn it up. We had Saturday football. How about that? It's a time of year, man. I kind of forgot about it until the live stream. Um, we didn't have anything too fun. We had a Josh Allen performance for the ages, but, you know, it was nice to have something to, to watch other than college football on Saturday. Which, I guess, what did you go with? Because there were a slew of options. Obviously, we're talking Josh Allen. Uh, they played the Broncos, I believe. Um, and then there was the SEC game. And then, of course, the AAC game, which I was tuned into for the most part. But I did I, I did check back in on Josh Allen just absolutely demolishing the Broncos. Yeah, it's most CTV. We've said that before. He's a wild ride, but he was pretty dialed. I don't think he had any uh, missteps. Um, Can we count this as a hometown game for him? I mean, it, technically the closest team for him. Where's he from? Wyoming. Is I, he? I know is he, he played from at there? Wyoming. Yeah, I have I no know. idea where he's from, to be honest. He's a mountain boy, though. Yeah. What's his deal, like personality-wise? Is he is he cool? I don't think he's on the spectrum. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. All right. Just confirming. You know, we don't have Thursday night football this week. Sorry, to, now I'm skipping ahead to the look yeah, ahead. That's okay. But we do have a Christmas Day game. Wait, Friday. What? For NFL? Yeah. Who? Vikings at Saints. Really? See no if kidding. the Saints can bounce back, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Is this a first? I mean, I've got to imagine it's the first Friday night Christmas game. I'm sure they're, they've had wow. Sunday games, but. I thought the NBA had uh, the NFL just this relentless. It, the NFL gets strong-armed by no one. Remember when, when uh, a few years ago when they expanded the amount of games? And Mark Cuban had a quote. It's like fat, or was it fat pigs get slaughtered? Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Hogs get slaughtered. And Look at it the was, NFL. Yep. And now um, it, it seems like he was way off because they have not gotten slaughtered. In fact, they've only gotten stronger. And this is even after, you know, I guess half the country boycotted them. Bitches love bacon. It's true. And continuing the look ahead, there's three Saturday games this week. So up against the mediocre bowl games we'll talk about later. Mm. Uh, Bucks, Lions, 49ers, Cardinals, Dolphins, Raiders. Dolphins, Raiders, pretty good game. The other two are. Mm. It's a public service you're doing here for all yeah. of those uh, similar to myself and you know, maybe in a fantasy football championship. Uh, you got to be plugged in on Friday this week. That's, I appreciate that's that. That's what we're learning. Um, did you see any of the Green Bay game? I did not. A little bit. Aaron Rodgers still cooking. Um, Carolina came back a little bit in the second half, but it made it a game. They have all the hallmarks of a well-coached team. Well, they're uh, now looking for a new general manager because they fired theirs yeah. today. That seemed a little strange to you. Like you've got a new coach, you've got a. I mean, you Seems don't have your a little strange. Yet, if if they're going to let Rule have major input on who they bring in and let him sort of run the thing in a cooperative situation, then it's probably a good move. Um, but it does seem a little weird. Because I think they just brought him in when they got the new owner after Jerry Richardson's right. situation. I don't know how long. This is sort of an older general manager. I forget the guy's name, but okay. uh, it may be a retirement situation for him. Who Do knows? you think it changed when they when it became pretty evident that they weren't going to get a top three pick or even a top one pick? Because like, they, they've overperformed this year, I think. I think that's fair to say, yeah. They got, what, four wins on the year? So mm -hmm. it, They're certainly a team that I, in my head, like if they're playing, I'm like, all right, they're going to be competitive. They might win that game. They end up losing, but again, Matt Rules kept them in every game that they play, which is exactly what you want to see from a team that's without their big superstar and like just waiting the year out. Yeah. 
early games yesterday. Oh, we had the boys at noon. They got bumped. Was last night when they got bumped? Yeah, we can talk about it last. We should talk about the other games first. You don't want to talk boys? <laughs> no. Why? It's, I think the Bucks falcons might be more notable. Yeah, that was fun. They dropped. They uh, overcame a 17-0 deficit. Beat the Falcons 31-27. Dude, Atlanta of course it's just the Fal- cannot. Of course it's the Falcons that get Tom Brady again. Not that it even matters for them because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're not in contention in any, any fashion. But, God, that's demoralizing. You want a stupid stat about Atlanta? Since Tom Brady uh, came back on them the last time, they are now 28-34 and since their collapse in the Super Bowl where they lost 28-34. to That is an amazing, ironic note. Isn't that stupid? Saw, oh, okay. You're saying – their total record since Correct. the game is 28 and 34. Oh, you know, I like that. Atlanta fans are cursed. A good, a good tweet earlier. It was uh, two pictures of Tom Brady, one from that Super Bowl and one from this game. He's had the same, like, slunk over, like, head down look as they were losing in each one. And it says something like, if he, if he does this against, you know. <laughs> it, you're, it's, against it's Atlanta. It's about to happen it's to It's definitely going to get ugly. It's yeah. the opposite Derek Carr. It's the anti-Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. <bench work>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tough break for him. But, yeah, impressive win. Uh, we saw Antonio Brown get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this team is – is I, I just I, – they've been so shaky this year. I have a hard time considering them a contender, but the NFC is pretty open. I mean, I don't tell me the Bucks can't beat Green Bay three out of ten times. Yep. And, you know, if they get them on the right Sunday, there's no reason they can't they can't be there. Someone that will not be there is the New England Patriots, who were eliminated uh, after the Dolphins 22-12 over them. That was um, that was one that I was watching, fantasy implications. Being uh, in the playoffs kind of ruins my football watching experience because I'm in a bad mood half the time, and then I'm in like an overly good mood for about 10 minutes, and then it goes away real quick, and you're just watching percentages. It's a lot like watching uh, election returns, honestly. But, um, yeah, that was a fun one. Dolphins are, dude, Dolphins are good. What happens with Cam next year? I was going to ask that tied with Matt Ryan. Like, obviously Cam's going to be elsewhere. Do you think Matt Ryan will also be elsewhere? I don't know Matt Ryan's contractual situation because obviously Cam's on a one-year deal. I think it's pretty obvious that he's not going to be the the long-term answer quarterback for the Patriots. So So with Cam, do you think he is in a position where he could start or do you think he waits it out? And doesn't sign anywhere. I think he goes the way of Jameis. He's uh, he becomes a backup somewhere, but like a, a, a like a viable backup option for somebody. I don't know where he could possibly start and make any kind of a difference. The other scenario is he signs another one year deal with New England. They draft a quarterback, and you know he kind of rides the ship for a year. I don't know. Matt um, Ryan will be back. Holy shit! Yeah, Matt Ryan has big contract stuff. I right? thought. Well, yes, I thought we were. A year further, they have a potential out in 2022 where dead cap would only be 26 million only. Uh, if Matt Ryan were to get cut today, dead cap would be 75 million. Okay, Next so year, Matt Ryan's coming back. 50 million. So yeah, get he your will season be back. tickets now. How old's Matt Ryan? Age 36. Uh, he is 35. 35. Very close. Very okay. Close. Uh, so yeah, Cam. I don't know, like, because that's what essentially what he was doing this year. Waited until he found an opportunity to quote unquote bet on himself, shoot a bunch of badass Under Armour commercials, get everybody hyped, look okay, and then it kind of fizzled out. But I also truly believe, similar to like 
I don't think Carson Wentz is good. I won't say that. But similar to how I think it's difficult to tell what a quarterback is going to do for the Eagles right now, like Tom Brady left the Patriots because that team is shit. Like the line's okay at best, but none of their wide receivers are worth the damn. You know, Julian Edelman included at this point in his career. None of their running backs are producing. Like you, you have nothing to deal with there, and, and Cam needs more than what they have in, in New England. So. A number of their uh, best defensive players opted out, also. That as well. So I'm always in a shit position. That brings up Belichick too. Like, what is he going to stick around for this very sub mediocre team? I mean, is he a rebuild guy? No. He's the one who fucked up and cleared the cupboard. Like, it's, it's on him at this point. Well, apparently, they do have a lot of cap room going into next season. They had none this year, but yeah. next season they can go out and sign some free agents. I don't know. Make they, a play for Wentz. I think they got to find a, a quarterback. Um, I don't. I don't think that's the answer. That is more of the flavor of Boston. <laughs> he could, dude. Belichick could turn Wentz into something. Yeah. If, yeah. Right. I don't know how it would get done logistically, and if it's it's not a smart move, but weirder things have happened. The fact that Andy Dalton isn't there still blows my mind. Like New that, England? That made more sense to me than anything in this offseason. Like, Andy going there, with the exception of Dalton coming to tech, Dallas just because his family was already in Texas, and it, you know they could stay put during these uncertain times. So, how, how about if Cam just goes Jay Cutler and just retires, hangs out on a beach, and then waits for somebody's quarterback to get hurt in the third – preseason game and signs a 10 million dollar deal i forgot that would be that that's got to be best case scenario i'll come back for one more year unless he really wants to go like, to seattle i don't see a team that would be able to bring like take on that ego in the locker room and like it just work and i would be down for some cam and russell buddy cop uh content <laughs> oh boy do cam so much cooler than russ i don't know this could be a Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart type situation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have an announcement. Yes. I've uh, totally forgotten to do any run it back so far. We're uh, we'll pick 18 it up now. minutes in. We're 18 minutes in, so we may be a little bit late. KJ got an Xbox. <laughs> we'll start with that. Superpowers. We're start superpowers. DIYing uh, run it back for the people at home. Be like, you send us your run it back, and then Michael will read it. How would that even work? Uh, it'll be an episode late. Okay. <laughs> Titans over the Lions. Watched none of that. Colts. Oh, the Texans, dude. They had a chance. What, the Texans? Yes. But they don't want to win. You it's unbelievable. Play they just keep fumbling so inside teams. the five-yard line, basically. Isn't that what, what happened again this week? Yes. They're going in for a score, down a score. They did this two weeks ago? Or what, or was it last week they, were, they fumbled inside the five? They want to make sure Miami has a good pick. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they ha- they own their own. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> everything's looking Miami. Oh, that brings me joy when I think about that. I I just it makes me like as as a Houston sports hater, like yes, but at the same time, like as a Deshaun Watson yeah. guy, I don't. Like, oh, I, I love Deshaun. Just ruining the guy. I love Deshaun. I hate the Texans. So I like I, there are brief moments. I'm like, man, they keep losing again. Their draft pick's just going to be bomb. I'm like, oh wait, they don't have a draft pick. They don't the have one. Round. Very tough. And scene. it brings me joy again. And I uh, and you know what, like. It's becoming a routine that every Sunday at some point, Bill O'Brien is trending. Oh no! And uh, yes, <laughs> it's usually it's usually when there's like a sick Hopkins catch, which there was yesterday. And oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. yep. What did I miss? Oh, oh yeah, the Bill O'Brien slander is gonna it won't go away for a while, but it's gonna it's gonna be pretty thick until uh, the next draft. Yeah, pretty heavy. Seahawks over the Washington Football Team. Closer than I thought it'd be. 
although it is the Seahawks, they tend to play close games, or at least the ones when I bet on them and lose. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess what's the what's the story on Alex Smith? I don't know calf. how long he's going to be out, but yeah, it's a it's a lower leg injury. Calf is what um, they're saying. Haskins threw the ball fifty times. I think he had just shy of three hundred yards. So, you know, if on one hand that's wildly inefficient, on the other hand you're like, oh, three hundred yards could be a good day. I think the bigger surprise for me was that that defense gave up like almost two hundred yards rushing to the Seahawks. Um, so they did an effective job at containing Russ. You know, I think uh, DK Metcalf had maybe had 40 yards. Three catches, basically. Yeah, yeah. So he had, a, had a very subpar day. Um, I don't know. It's We're going to get to the Cowboys here in a second, but for Washington to clinch, they basically have to win and then have the Giants lose, correct? I think that's who's in, in there. Um, I don't see Washington winning two games. I don't know who they have left. I think they got Carolina. Played. And then they have the Giants. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 Daniel Jones will be back by that final game, and they're not going to beat that Giants game Giants team without uh, Alex Smith back, which is just bizarre to say. Yeah, that's insane. Washington uh, is. Uh, I have the actual these scenarios here. Washington is still in first place. Mm-hmm. Um, they can eliminate the Cowboys with a win in Week 16. Yep. And uh, the Cowboys, which I guess we might as well go there. They need both the Giants and Washington. They're only a game that. out, shockingly, but need Washington to lose both of their last two games. And the Cowboys have to win their last two, including one against uh, – they face the Eagles and Giants. I think they need the Giants to lose some too, right? Or is it just Washington? Well, they, would have to beat ju- the they just have to beat the Giants. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. I Here's a sneaky pick. I like the Eagles to win this division because here's what the Eagles have to do. They have to win out against the Cowboys in Washington, and don't tell me they can't win both those games. And then they need two losses from the Giants and two losses from Washington. And the Giants have to place the Ravens and Cowboys. That could be two losses. And and Washington, as we mentioned, Panthers at Eagles. It's going to be a shit show. I, I do like how the NFL's done their division like scheduling for the last several years. At I the end of the season, yeah, it's, it's when smart. they double up though. Like they've had situations where like you'll you won't play a division opponent until like week fourteen, and then you play them again in week sixteen or whatever. And I'm like, all right, don't do that, but definitely keep that final week of division, you know, uh, division games Gosh, for sure. Jalen Hurts emerging as the, uh, the you know conference winning quarterback of, of this division. Or division winning uh, is not something I could have foreseen. Now, when I've seen that come, yeah, pretty well. Well, he's average at best, though. though, from what some people on dude, Twitter he's, he's said. He's absolutely <laughs> balling. It's a small sample size. That dude is absolutely balling. It's crazy. Yeah, he looked really good yesterday. He did. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like next year. Get a little. The, the cliche is, oh, we'll get some tape on him. But like he, he seems to have a, a situational awareness that uh, Carson Wentz did not. When a yeah. play breaks down or when the pocket collapses, like he's really good. And it's not even escapability that Carson Wentz doesn't have. Like Carson Wentz yeah. is very athletic and very capable. Maybe he's a little more hobbled than he was, you know, his rookie Carson year. Carson Wentz's brain is like but functioning at just, a much lower, it's slower it, pace. It's, it's, it's really weird. Is he post uh, vid? Did he have uh, COVID early this year? I don't remember seeing him on any lists, but if he had in the offseason or something, him and Zeke. But he started no. to. Him and Zeke need to go on tour and say, hey, uh, 
it takes a while to get back. His game started to deteriorate last season, yeah. though. He's been shit for a couple of years. It's I'm really, just throwing shit out there. It's really strange, actually. Um, Hertz deserves a lot of credit, though. I, as Dave mentioned, the, the they'll get tape on him. School of thinking is exactly what I said last week. And uh, But they did not run the football the way that they – they came with a totally different offense this week. He threw the ball and threw it effectively. So, shouts to him. Carson Wentz uh, did not have COVID, so he was not a branch COVIDian. <laughs> but he does – apparently he's starting to get some behind the scenes. Uh, he's not happy about how the team has handled this whole thing. Saw that headline today. Is anyone surprised by this uh, narrative from him? Like, I, I, and it, There's probably some problematic uh, reasons for this assumption, but I don't know that I would have pinned him for guy that's going to leak – like negative lines into the media. Don't you kind of have to do that, though? I don't know his personality. As a very well-paid former starting quarterback who's still, like, not aging and, like, to, to, like, maintain your value, don't you have to kind of be like, if I'm not starting here, I want to go somewhere where I can start. Or else else you're just basically Mm -hmm. accepting a backup role and it's like, Or you're Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Because I think that's the only – I think that's the only comp of, like, starter who – Began to get outplayed, took yeah. it really well, and then just kind of quietly. Moved yeah, on. I didn't know he was with uh, Oakland, right? Yeah. Or La- Vegas, uh, Vegas. Well, you would have thought it was Oakland <laughs> until uh, he, he took the field like last week, I guess. So. Looking at Gruden's hat on Thursday. Yeah. I want a dude who um, takes the Kyle Fitzpatrick approach. Like when Tua got named starter, and he, he didn't like throw Tua under the bus. What about Ryan? What? You said Kyle Fitzpatrick. Kyle Fitzpatrick is a guy I went to high school with. I oh figured God. it was a personal connection. That's of insane. Some sort. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, and no one, no one knows that person. Okay, <laughs> no, like he was, you know, he's like, no, I'm not happy, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. Wentz is a That's high draft pick. He, high draft pick guy has a huge contract, had MVP, you know, buzz just a few years ago. You have, you have, you can't just be like, yeah, I'll settle into the backup role. You kind of have to say yeah. something, you know. That's true. I mean, you want your money and you want to be able to play. I, I don't see. Where Cam or uh, Wentz end up that's going to be productive without some very creative offensive coordinator and capable like quarterback coach. Like wherever Eric Bieniemy ends up, like send them there, um, or send both of them to Washington for you know, for a second. We'll see what happens there. Um, but you know who is cooking? The Ravens. Mm. Boy, are they! They did great. They demolished the Jets. Can't be happier. Through most importantly, X. dude, we are. Twenty percent there. That's why you got this pep in your staff. Wait, twenty percent. No, I believe the bet was one and a half. Oh, and I had the under, and I upped it to five. I said Des would get five touchdowns on the year. Oh, we're one. I'll still five. take that bet, but shouts that, to Des. That is one. This is one thing I will very gladly be wrong on. I didn't think he was going to catch even one touchdown pass this year. Yeah, love to see that for the guy, especially you know what? after what happened to him. Was it last week or against COVID, the Cowboys? Couple weeks ago, yeah. Oh my God. Well, he ago. yeah he Twitter retired. That, uh, I felt so bad for that dude, all been man. There. He's, you know, it's Des. You know what? One time for Dippy. Throw it up. Thank you. Shouts East Texas. I'm happy for him, man. Of course. I'm not going to buy a jersey, but I am happy for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Good, good for him. <laughs> if he, he gets the five, I will buy a jersey. <laughs> he got a big bear hug from Harbaugh after that one, too. It was, it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. He just seems like the kind of dude. I, I think he seems like who he is when he talks to the media. Like, absolutely, authentically like him. As far as, like, he's 100% emotion at all times, but not always necessarily in a bad way. But that emotion can run a little hot, um, as we saw with the Twitter retirement. Um, So to see somebody like that win who just cares and who just wants positive things for, like, his team and the people around him, like, that's that's a good vibe. So, also, DeSoto uh, resident still, I think. 
You know what? If he gets to five touchdowns in the regular season, I'll join Society X. <laughs> what, you Remember have my what word. that is? That's Dez's like uh, oh, his business project. Access yeah. to the luxury lifestyle thing. It's I a think. lifestyle that you just wouldn't understand. Don't Sounds like something you can't afford, David. Honestly. Well, I know. I'm okay. That's why you need Society X. <laughs> um, going from one quarterback, well, actually, we weren't talking about Jalen. One quarterback that uh, someone's had opinions on to another. Baker's continuing to cook. Mm. Dude, he looked good last night. Very good. Like, he looked good in – like, did you see the touchdown pass he threw to um, – um, can't even think of his name. Back of the end zone. He had yes. wide open, like, tight end, crossing right in front of the wide receiver. Joku? Was, uh, no. Yeah. no. Joku might have been the tight end, but he threw the touchdown pass to not OBJ. I can't think of his name. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Thank you. And Jarvis Landry's like in draped coverage, back line of the end zone, incredible catch, incredible pass. And it would have been a flip basically to the tight end who was streaking in the same exact like vision point. Like it's crazy. And so OU has three starting quarterbacks in the league who are yep. all playing really well. And not one of them started out at OU, which is not interesting. One of them. How many national titles they won with those three? Wow. Whoa! The answer you're looking for, KJ, is zero. That's not even a stray. Like you had him cited. <laughs> well, you know why they didn't? That's because the Jets lost a game yesterday, uh, and uh, the person who kept OU from winning national titles in those years, one Trevor Lawrence, is huh? going to be a Jaguar. How that's stupid. A, that's a stretch. How stupid that's are the Jets? Back to the Jets? You brought it. <laughs> How do you win that game? Just lose the game, dude. No, this is lose more on the, the Rams. This is more on the Rams. The Rams got embarrassed. They, How do you lose that game at lose home? Lose the game. They are they they piss me off. Why why would you give away Trevor Lawrence like that? Just lose. <sighs> Sam Darnold, man, he wants to keep his job. Look, tank, I know some people say tanking's bad for the game. Sometimes tanking is absolutely what you need to do, and they they should have lost that game. Absolutely. Okay, I just don't want to absolve the Rams for for just being just an absolute like low key dumpster fire. If you want to, if you want to lose a game, you can lose a game, and they should have <laughs> they should have picked losing over winning. How do you lose that game at home? How know. do you do that? It's one thing if like this game was in in New Jersey and it was a snowstorm, and the, you know the Rams went Things west happen. to east, something happened. You just got whipped at home. It makes no sense by the Jets. There were a couple bad picks by Golf earlier. At least one bad pick. And, and that was, I think you could say it was fluky. I can't remember the exact play. I'm mixing it up with the Oregon USC game, which was also another Southern California embarrassment. Um, but they had multiple opportunities to come back in this game. And so there were, you know, Robert Woods had like an end around that was like a six yard run or four yard run or something. There were opportunities to, or there were times in the game where you saw it and you're like, all right, well, that was cute. Jets are going to give this up. And it made the game interesting, which is kind of weird to see uh, a team that hadn't won all year, and you're like, oh, shit, are they going to hold on here or not? Am, am I an idiot, or did did y'all realize, like, how average the uh, Rams line was, like, against the run? Like, oh, obviously, yeah. world-class pass, pass rush, but... They don't have any linebackers. Frank Gore was just... When Frank Gore's, like, kind of eating... He didn't have, like, a monster day, but, like, he was getting open. Yep. Like he was finding all the uh, all the slots, and I I guess they're I guess they are ha- do have some injuries, but like that was inexcusable. I don't know the Rams, who I, I boldly predicted would be a, a big threat in the uh, NFC. They have disappointed. Uh, I don't know if I have up to date. I guess I do here. Frank Gore, third all time in rushing yards. He is. I'm not even going to try to do the math quick here, but about 800 yards behind Sweetness. 
So it's very likely if he comes back for another year. I shouldn't say very likely. It's doable for him to come back another year and be second all time. That's insane. It's ridiculous to me. How old is he? Uh, 15 years in the league. Frank Gore is. As a running back, too. That's the part that's just dumb. They don't have his nickname, which I never heard of. 37. Inconvenient truth. 37 oh. years old. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Didn't they used to call you loose change? <laughs> and just he's re- always been kind of doughy. I, res- I respect that in him. And he's, he's thick. Balls. Uh, and a reminder that Frank Gore Jr. is now in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going draft eligible this year. At the U? I think he's like a sophomore junior. No, he's not at the U. He's at Southern Miss. Yeah. Uh, I see freshman is he okay i thought he was one or two years out i know that him and lebron are like approaching that threshold of could play in the league with their son which is going to be dumb um is lebron's kid even good enough for the league yes well i mean lebron's kid's lebron's kid he's on the trajectory uh, be picked by a team because lebron's contract is synced to where he can go play with it yeah it, it raises the question like do you take Bronny number one, even if he's not a top ten player, because you get a year with, you know, yeah. his dad's coming to play with him? I guess you're getting forty year old LeBron, so here yeah. we are into fucking Stephen A. territory. But yes, the answer is yes. People it's, forget the Griffies went deep in the same inning, father son. I didn't know that. Charlie Woods. Or maybe it's the same game. <laughs> also, uh, it's like when the Mavs signed Giannis's brother to the practice squad, mm-hmm. or like, hiring a coach and hoping that his players will follow. Yeah, in a high school college. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I want to talk about from the Cowboy game is are we convinced that Tony Pollard is a RB1? Because, I, I I mean, like, we've been – we've been I've been saying it. Like, not that I think he – I think he's better than Zeke this season. But are we going to see Zeke again this year? Yes, for the same reasons you'll see Matt Ryan um, next year. But maybe – I guess you're saying, well, they shut him down based on – yes, because they're in the playoff hunt. Yeah. If they were out of the playoff hunt, you wouldn't see Zeke very much. To answer the Tony Pollard question, I'm curious of Dylan's opinion first. Do you think Tony Pollard could be RB1? You can call him TP. That's what I call him. Um, I don't think he's better than Zeke right now, You know, even though he might be playing a little bit better. Maybe um, not better, but just capable of carrying. A, is he capable of being a, like yeah. an RB1 in general? Yeah, I think so. He's good. Better hands. Yeah. He's a he's a tier three starting running back, but, he, yeah. but he's starting running back quality. I would say outside of the Cowboys, yes. And when you look at teams like Washington and what they did with Antonio Gibson, who's absolutely talented and you know and, and phenomenal dynamic, but you don't need the starting running back to be what the Cowboys think a starting running back is. Um, I mean, hell, the Jaguars have a, a rookie running back that's undrafted. Tim Robinson? No, that's yeah. an actor. I don't even know his first name. Something Robinson. Robinson. He's gone off this year. And he's got like 13, 1,400 yards. Like he might be offensive rookie of the year if they ever won a game. Running backs are a dime a dozen. That's They really are. That's my point, I think. Micah? I'm just mad at Jerry. I'm just mad at Jerry for giving Zeke all that money. I can't even talk about Tony Pollard. I don't care. Can we not talk about this team ever again? Who is more likely to not be on their respective team? Carson Wentz or Zeke next year? Carson Wentz. He's already putting feelers out that he wants to, you know, he wants to move. Yeah. Because of I course Zeke doesn't want to go more. anywhere. He'll probably get a if he has a good year. Jerry will give him an extension. <laughs> His extension kicks <sighs> in next year. So. <laughs> oh. 
Sorry. I didn't watch the ending of the game. Um, so I know it got out of hand with the onside kick return and those things. Was this game close yeah. towards the later yeah. part? Like, were the Cowboys at risk of dropping this too? Yeah, it was 17-17 in the second half, hmm. I believe. And, yeah, it was – look, they're they're finally getting bounces on defense. Like, they're turning the ball over. And yeah. it's like, man, it's really cool that you waited until week 15 or whatever. But, you know. Does that save Mike Nolan's job? No. In my opinion, no. <laughs> No, because dude, they they are still absolutely lost. It it like Jalen is. There's so many issues, and I don't know. They're not going to move Jalen. Jerry loves Jalen, so Mike Nolan's gone. I think. Mm. I'm done. I'm they, done. I mean, they put boys. up thirty. They allowed thirty three to the Niners with with the worst backup quarterback I've ever seen in football. They stink. Oh, he's no Danucci. You saw Ben Danucci. He, you saw Danucci. <sighs> I. I would take the nooch <laughs> over the dudes the Niners run out when Jimmy G gets hurt. But whatever. Jag started Jake Luton this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, but I'd take Luton over the nooch, I guess. Anyway, th- this team stinks. Um, you know what? Shout out Andy Dalton. He'll get paid next year. He'll, he'll land somewhere. Rightfully he's he's so. look, Dude, he's he's made some sick throws. I'm happy for him. Land somewhere in a starting role, you're saying? No, 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 no. Oh. But, I mean, he'll you know he'll get like a, a two-year deal or something New to England? go be a back. I would love that. You don't think he stays in Dallas? No. Well, no. I think they get they, they sign Garrett Gilbert cheaper backup. Option. I think that they will offer Andy, and I think he would be wise to take the offer. But I think he ends up going like New England just makes too much sense. Either him or Fitzpatrick are going to New England. Like they'll draft a quarterback, but I don't think they're going to start a rookie quarterback this year. They would have yeah. they would have done that with Stidham if they wanted to ride that out. Um, so I, I see them getting another free agent. And then drafting somebody up there. Okay. It's, it's that's where I see him. Um, Steelers, Bengals. Don't care. Steelers are going to roll. Yeah, a lot of fantasy implications, though. That is very true. Yeah, I'm not even going to watch because I know this is where I lose. So I'm in a heartbreaking position myself this week. Sorry. Can I can I go off on my fantasy league real quick? I'd love that. I'm I'm in two leagues. That's the rule. No more than two. But anyway, that that's the right that's the right number. Agreed. Three is I'm down too many. to one now. One's but. not enough. Yeah. I, so this one, I've had, I've been in, I've been in this to sound like Conor McGregor. I've been in this game since the '90s. Okay. I I'm a fantasy guy. All right. I'm not afraid to admit. I played a lot of fantasy over the years. Never missed a season. I've never had a year better than this one. I am 13 and one in this league. I've scored the most points. I've dominated. My only loss was by like a point when I had three players on bye. Oh, there's a big butt coming, isn't there? Oh, there's a big butt. Do you know what you get in this league for scoring? You you know what the bonus is for scoring the most points each week? Zero dollars. Do you know what the bonus is for winning the regular season? Zero dollars. It all comes down to the playoffs, and in which not doing it. it's it's not looking great. I'm a, oh. I'm at like a fifty six percent favorite, but I'm I'm counting on the Pittsburgh defense, and I just I hate everything about it, and I I want to raise hell, and I know the whole league is against me. It's like sort of a group of friends, oh, okay. and I'm do sort of do, on the outside. Are your playoff rounds one week or two weeks? This is a one week league. Two week leagues are just blows my mind when that happens because I oh we do two dominated weeks. somebody in week we one, do two week and then just absolutely it rewards the better team. I know that's a baseball guy's mentality. I hear you. Oh, Lord, look at this! Wow. <laughs> Fucking... I just need Easton, to be good Easton one Dorn time. Over here. My team could not be hotter right now, which is really unfortunate because I finished second in last. Place. We do we do payouts for highest point total each week. We don't do a regular season. Otherwise, your boy would have made a decent amount of money. Be nice. But uh, yeah, goes up in flames tonight. I'm up against Big Ben and the Steelers defense. Not looking great. You Whatever. Think Micah Nobody cares. Brought this up during the draft. Whenever these you know. 
these were decided on, or he's only bringing it up now because he's got a 56% No, I think part of the reason everyone hates me in the group is also because I asked this question a week ago. Like, just a FYI, am I getting paid for winning this league? Which friend group no. is this? Uh, it's actually a bunch of Bobcats. Mizzou journalists. It's, it's, no, it is not. I, but trust so me. Everybody? The, uh, trust me, the level of dialogue uh, discourse in this in this group chat is not up to my Missouri journalism school standards. You're telling but, me some Texas State alums are a little bit... They're still using language you probably shouldn't be using in 2020. Oh, yeah. Probably language you shouldn't use Sound, in, like, 2012. Uh, perhaps, and uh, now it's it's Coach Bobby's buddies, and somehow oh, I'm in there. Like I'm more. I'm one removed, and so they hate me to begin with. And plus, I'm like, is it like one percent internet famous? They see so, your tweets, <laughs> and they're like, oh, this cock. <laughs> Basically, yeah. This lib's always railing on Dan Crenshaw or whoever. You know, a lot of that, a lot of that. Okay. So it should be fun. Shouts to all I, the fantasy players out there. I personally hope you win it just for the. I, I would love for you to stick it to the. To the Bobcat Nation out there. Oh, I'm going to go scorched earth if I win. Shout out to Alex, who's losing to me this week and probably listening. Shouts to Alex. Hi, Alex. You want to talk college football? We could have done the entire podcast on this today. Depending on how fired up everybody is. Turn it up. Turn it up. (laughs) We'll turn it up, KJ. (laughs) We've come to like the drop. I'm sorry. New drop's coming soon. Old newborn 2021. Um, College football playoff is set. No real surprises here. Did, did y'all go into the Selection Sunday thinking anything other than this would happen or just no. hopes? No. Just hopes. And it wasn't even like I really wanted. What I wasn't super, for? super horny for A&M. I just wanted somebody different. I so, knew that they would get, like, smoked again by A&M Bama. has one loss? Mm-hmm. Yes. To Bama. Bama. But right. they also have beaten. Notre Dame has. Florida. Bandy. One loss. Yes. The Aggies lost by 28 to Bama. Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. Clemson uh, beat Notre Dame by 24 the second time, but Notre Dame beat them previously. Which we accurately predicted would happen. We were all on on Clemson. I mean, the Aggies can absolutely argue that their season has been more impressive than Ohio State's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being a one-loss SEC team is very impressive. SEC West team is very impressive. Um, I don't think think A&M beats Ohio State. In a head-to-head matchup? Absolutely not. But they definitely have a reason to complain here. Um, the only team I want to see Alabama play outside of Clemson is Florida again. Like, that was actually a fun game. Mm-hmm. And I'll, Wait, Florida's two-loss team, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, they lost A&M. They lost, yeah. And A&M Georgia. And, and Bama. Or oh, no, shit. and Bama. Yeah. Oh, and losses. they lost LSU. Yeah, they're so trash. LSU, no, LSU, A&M, and Bama. Yeah. That's it. Three lost team. Yes. Yeah. Still really good. Still made that a decent. Kyle game. Trask was had a great season, and he's he's a very good player. I think people are sleeping on him, but it's weird to see the one takeaway I had from that game is like it's weird to see Bama winning all of these big games like fifty one forty four now. Like yeah. this has been this is what's happened the last three or four years for you know basically ever since Tua came in against Georgia, it's just been like ah, Bama's going to put up fifty and like you're going to need to put up fifty one. Um, and shout it's just kind of crazy uh, the way Nick Saban has traditionally coached defense first, shut people down, run the football. Like Bama's just saying, "Fuck it, we're going to score a million points." Nothing was the same after the Lane Train. It's true. I think that's uh, that's where things change for him. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian has gotten himself a job. If he didn't already, uh, it needs to happen. Um, 
I mean, I don't want to belabor the Ohio State point. I, I think it's it's very clear what people have thought. They are an extremely talented team. Their quality, they've shown up every week when they've been asked to show up and played and played well. But I think USC, who I've talked a little bit about in the last couple of weeks since they were undefeated, is a prime example. Sometimes you've just got to go out there and give them, you give your players the opportunity to fuck it up. Um, and Ohio State has not had as many opportunities as some of the other schools. So, um, I am more upset about the likes of OU, pretty much just OU being ranked ahead of Cincinnati. That yeah. you know, like the 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 fourth team in, like it doesn't really matter just because they're going to get fed to Alabama. But yeah, stuff like that. It's just like, dude, Cincinnati had a sick year, man. I'm not shocked at how close the American or the AAC title game was with Tulsa. Tulsa and Cincinnati. Um, Tulsa's defense was really good. They've got a guy on their defense, I can't recall his name, number 23, he's a linebacker, and he's an absolute stud. He'll be a first-round draft pick most likely. Um, He plays all over the field. I would think of him as like a a beefier, slightly slower Isaiah Simmons. Like whenever Clemson had Isaiah Simmons cooking and playing like safety and D-end, like this guy's playing D-end, linebacker, out in the flats and coverage quite a bit, and just makes plays all over the field. Uh, and kept things close with Cincinnati. But, unfortunately, Tulsa needed their defense to not fucking jump off sides mm. when it mattered, and they did. Um, bailed Cincy out of a fourth down, put them in field goal range, and it cost them the game. Uh, it was absolute nut kick for the Tulsa team. Nobody cares about Tulsa. I get that. But that's what kept Cincy, uh, I think, down from being ranked above Oklahoma because they needed to go in there and dominate what most people would have thought was a lesser team in Tulsa. Sure. Um, and I was kind of disappointed with Oklahoma in the uh, Big 12 title game because that game was over at halftime. It was like 24-7, and then they just did not show up in the second half. You so, know who else was disappointed in that game? Matt Campbell. <laughs> Matt fucking Campbell. <laughs> he didn't have a good time, did he? <laughs> no. he. What's he, that guy's deal? He's out here wilding. Oh, man. Why, why does he look like Zach De La Roca out there doing bulls on parade? <laughs> Oh, throw some dreads on him. I can see it. I can see it. I, he's a character, and I'm glad people like him are out there. I, I you know, look, I was, we got a lot of Iowa State listeners. We got, some, we got love for y'all, but uh, Matt Campbell, man. What was he so fired up about? Um, he had two players, I want to say. I couldn't read his lips. I was trying so hard. They were trying to go, essentially go on two, basically, a hard count, and they had players jump, the, jump like, multiple times, I think. And it just – Drove him out. Oh, they got game. back. Okay, I thought the, he was yelling at the rest. Yeah, for a the the end got back, and it led to chaos. And I like was, that guy though. I would. Intense. Is he your next coach at the University of Texas? Tell me. That. I would hate if they took a look at him. Yeah, worked out Wouldn't when they got Chiswick. Um, or was that the other way around? Did Chiswick go to Iowa State after Texas? I think. I thought it was after. Yeah, I think it was after. Correct. Um, I would probably also like to equate the uh, net gator of Matt Campbell. Of doing just as much work as the belt on Gary Patterson during a heated game. Oh man! Like nothing gets moved more than Matt Campbell's net gator. He just was stretching the shit Dude, out. Dude, respect thing him for trying for trying to pull it up mid like tirade on the sideline. I love a good so mid tirade. He was giving it. He was giving it a real effort there. Uncertain times, man. Yeah. What works harder, that gator or the uh, the young lady following Gary around with a sweat towel <laughs> on the sideline? The person who has to get the headset off of Saban at the end of a game. Um. Oh, we got some Dabo news. We do have some Dabo news. Wow. Uh, I saw the tweet. 
I, I'm not a huge Brett McMurphy fan, but he did report um, the coaches in the essentially uh, Power Five coaches that ranked Ohio State outside of the top four, and he listed them out. Do you have the tweet or do you have the list? Because uh, I know what Dabo's up. is. I, I don't have the others. I know where he had. I know where he had Ohio State. I know Gary Patterson was also one of them. Listed him outside of the top five, uh, top four. Oh really? Yeah. So we're back in on Gary P now. Gar- Gary P listed Ohio State at number five, I believe. He should write a, a Texas country song about it again and record it. And never mind. We'll do numbies. I'll pull it. He up. actually has a let me. Look, Ohio State is not the eleventh best team in the country, obviously, <laughs> but he has a leg to stand on here with with ranking them. That would be and putting 11. them behind like Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I'm no, you know it's it's absurd. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I but, love it. But I, if, but he's gonna. That's how he justifies. Like, oh, they only played five games. I don't know how good they are. It's my favorite thing that Dabo's ever ever done. And I'm not a Dabo guy. You would rank this over him, like doing the whip and nene. Oh God, I thought you were gonna say uh, <laughs> beating COVID by taking his private jet to oh, whatever that was. Um, so yeah, Dabo ranking Ohio State at 11 is comical, but I'm glad to see that there are coaches that are petty as bitches too. Oh yeah. I mean, 11, no one else had him, <laughs> had Ohio State worse than six. Right. Like, it's, that is, it's just it's the disrespectful le- and you know, you're going to play them. Like, that's, why that's would what you, makes it insane. Why would you do this? This is, it's, I mean, I dislike Dabo strongly, strongly. And I have no problem taking shots at him, but this is just so dumb. Like, this isn't even just, like, some sort of cunning asshole move. This is just, like, I'm a dumb asshole. You want to hear know. Tom Herman's? Tom Herman has – oh, Tom Her- Herman has OU at 6, A&M at uh, 5. Ohio Tom Her- Herman also uh, <laughs> has oh, Texas at 18 when they're actually ranked 24th. So, one of the highest jumps there. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Herman, Ohio State at 3, yeah. Uh, I mentioned the USC loss to Oregon. Um, it's so – I mean, Washington bowed out of the rest of the season due to COVID. So Oregon took their place in the Pac-12 title game. Oregon showed up and embarrassed uh, Slovis, who I mixed him up with JT Daniels the other week. Um, like two interceptions that were really, really nice, like out in the flat early in the game, and USC could never catch up. But now – Oregon wins the conference championship? Hell yes. <laughs> like, it's a prime example of, you know, USC would have been in the Fiesta Bowl or Rose Bowl or whatever. Bowl, not Rose Bowl, because that's college football playoff. But they would have been better off just not playing, taking the regular season victory and moving on. Oh, for sure. It's sad. Uh, also, wait, who's in the – what's the – which Rose Bowl game is it? Uh, the Rose Bowl was the one that Brian Kelly was bitching about saying that Players will boycott if you don't open up your stadium to friends and family. And so that will be Notre Dame and Bama. Yes, and that game has been moved to Arlington. Arlington. It's been moved to Arlington. That's where I was going. So he's going to Let's just get on Brian Kelly. Uh, The fucking audacity of him (laughs) to come out and say that we may not go if if our parents can't come to the game. What? You know, we're living in a global pandemic here, Brian Kelly. Ongoing. Ongoing. This is preposterous. Like, uh, it's not it's not my place to say what, what the rules and regulations in California, if they're right or wrong, because I don't live in California. But, like, to come out and be like, no, we're out. If, if, our, if our parents can't come, get the fuck out of here. That's not, and that's and I would say move. if that university had a president 
who had any in any you know leg to stand on, he could come out and discipline Brian Kelly. But we know that that president is problematic when it comes to COVID. We'll just oh, say that. that president's got antibodies. We'll just say that. Well, that's true, too. He also has a thing about rose gardens, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Wait, who's the president? He was at the Amy Cohen Barrett uh, yes. Yeah, he, he got COVID, too. And got COVID. And there. then he, he was the one that put out a letter to the to rose. the students saying, like, if they leave campus, they won't, won't be able to reapply for next year or whatever yeah. it was to register for classes. Tried to lock Get out of here. I mean, I, I dislike Texas A&M strongly. And I'm glad that they're not in the playoff. But I could not be more excited to see Bama beat Notre Dame by six or seven touchdowns. Get out of here. Domers, come at me, and you're all trash. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. He, oh, he, he tossed through through the, the mic, mic, too. I mean, it's still connected it to the I, I, I don't have anything else to say. I will say I was wrong. I'll pull a mic and say I don't have anything else to say and then say something. Uh, I was wrong. I didn't think Brian Kelly would get his way. He got his way. But, you know, fuck me. They'll lose, like Micah said. Um, you didn't think Notre Dame was making it? No, no, no. I didn't think that they would get this change made. Oh, I thought it was complete bullshit. Like, is that why they? I, I, I don't know. And there's other. There was also discussion about this game originally. He started the fire. The SEC wanted to move this game to Atlanta because, like, why? Why? Assuming they were going to play like Clemson or somebody on the East Coast, yeah. why would we move two East Coast teams to the West Coast with during COVID? Because the place in the West Coast is paying the bill, like. The people that organize these bowls, like and solicit these advertisers, that's where the money comes from. Like this is some Kyrie. Oh, I'll get to Kyrie Irving. Oh, this is some Kyrie type bullshit where you're like, oh, and it feeds me. Fuck it. You know, I want to go by my rules. We're the talent. I'm like, yeah, but uh, you don't see uh, Division Two showing up and calling the shots because the money ain't there. And the only other thing that I'll say here is, whenever people talk about this, they go, oh, the NCA has lost all control, all credibility. The NCAA has nothing to do with the bowl games. Right. Like, the bowl games are run by ESPN, 90% of them, basically. Right. And so, like, I'd love to make fun of the NCAA, too, but they've already given up on trying to police college football. It's just – it's a strange, strange circumstance. Do a little college football news. Oh, yes. the, only other, the only other college football note yep. before we move on to news. Did you guys see the tweet? And I, I think it was a female reporter who asked this on the CFP, like, press conference. Like, uh – why are, Why do we even play the games if you're just going to take the team? If Ohio State can get in with five wins because they were ranked highly to start the season and a team like Cincinnati or Coastal or whatever goes undefeated, like, well, why are they even playing? What's the point? That's been a problem for Coastal. Well it's nihilistic, but I do like the take. Yeah, and, and if you look at the last – since college football playoff has come into effect, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State have been there basically every year. Like, it's not a... Well, the system is inherently flawed when a team can set out and accomplish their goal of winning every game that's on their schedule and not have a chance to play for a championship. And it's that's been a problem for college football for a very long time. I think we just need to get Condi back in there. She was the guest picker last week. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm down with them not doing guest pickers anymore if it's going to be via Zoom call. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so bad. You you need uh, McConaughey on stage? Uh, yes. It, the delay is just so awkward. And, and Corso, oh, it's bad. And they it's kicked bad. the Corso, and he's, like, cutting the commercial by himself, like, in the middle of the segment. Let's <laughs> um, uh, kick to uh, college football notes here. Illinois fired Lovey Smith, hired Brent Billima. I, I don't know how to say his name. Billima. 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 Yeah, that is how you say it. Uh, Wisconsin's old coach, Arkansas's old coach, he was on staff both in 
Bama and with the Patriots. So, you know, uh, I'm happy he's getting another run. I don't claim University of Illinois by any means, but I will be happy to see another team that's like a lower-tier big conference team be competitive if they can be. Hadn't worked for Nebraska, but we'll see what happens for Illinois. Um, I was doing a little research on Bielema because I was like, man, I, I've, his post-Wisconsin career at Arkansas, like obviously wasn't great, but looking at it a little bit more, no one's been good at Arkansas. Like he actually was – he wasn't he wasn't decent, but for Arkansas, for what they were during that period of time in the SEC, like was it awful. He was okay the first couple of years there. It was sort of a gradual – Three straight Fall. Rose Bowls with Wisconsin, too. Yeah. Uh, he's a generally unlikable human being. He doesn't look- He had a very attractive wife for a mm. while, but she left him. And, okay. uh, well. But the shocking, <laughs> the most interesting thing to me about this is that Illinois gave him a six-year deal with a starting salary of $4.2 million. That's That's big boy money. We got bank in central Illinois. He's been in the analytics shed with uh, McCarthy. Yeah, he spent the last <laughs> three years as an NFL Biggest, assistant. Uh, the donor Giants slash alumni uh, from University of Illinois, Shaheep Khan, owner of... No, oh, you're Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. It always comes back to the Jags. Always comes back to the Jags. Auburn, absolute shit show of a coaching search if I've ever seen one. They've taken the step that I love every time. They've retained a search firm. Not me, not my firm. But they've retained somebody to find them a coach, and nobody fucking wants this job. Is that weird that that's a thing? What, search firms finding uh, coach jobs? Uh, yes, in the sense that you know it's only going to come down to nepotism. But uh, <laughs> no, in the sense that, like, the way that some college contracts are written, like, you can't just pick up the phone and say, hey, Nick Saban, do you want to come coach at Texas? This is Joe Lewis, the HR director for Texas. Like, you usually have to have some sort of go-between who, like, feels them out because then what happens is – Oh, Texas tried to hire Saban and got declined. Like, what's happening to Auburn is why you hire a search firm, because then that search firm can go behind and call anybody oh, they want to, feel them out, and it's never never has to be known that they got reached oh, out so to. so it sort of serves as a buffer to keep you yeah. interesting. And, and it, keeps think things, it, like it keeps things under the table, too. You I'm know, fu- so fucking sick so of So Texas can, like, can claim, like, oh, we never pursued Saban, because then they never got rejected, right. quote, unquote, an, rejected by Saban. If you're a state uh, university, like, all of your stuff become can become public, yeah. you know, with the right FISA request. Huh. So. And, I mean, I, I think it's also uh, when you are an administrator at a big college and no one holds you accountable to the way you spend money. You can just hire your friends who are consultants and give them lots of money, yeah. oh. and then uh, they make the hire. And maybe that gives you a little cover if that consultant makes a bad hire. You go, well, I didn't make the hire. Next time, as the athletic director, next time I'm going to make the hire on my own. It gives you... And I'd say like 90% of people in those positions were likely hired or recruited by some shape or form of a firm. Like, you go to the Dell Children's Hospital here in town, like... Know the people who hired all those doctors. Like it's it's just the way universities work because they don't have the fucking wherewithal to do it themselves. Um, but anyhow, Billy Napier, coach of University of Louisiana Lafayette, great coach, has done really well. He said, "No, I'm good. I'm going to stay at Turn University of Louisiana." Why does nobody want Auburn? Because right you're going to lose to Saban and get fired in three years. Yeah, so. but you're going to you're going to get a five x pay bump. True. Uh, I'm shocked that. It hasn't happened by now. There must be a power struggle internally that Hugh Freeze is the guy and that people aren't just not 
unclutching their pearls to let Auburn hire him. Like that's that's my gut feeling because they think he's going to call, call strippers and call girls again. Right, right. <laughs> Come Which on. he's been known to do. Just let freeze freeze. Um, Interesting. Any, any other college football notes? No. We do have to mention Whoa. that uh, two friends of the show, well, two people that I really like, Charlie Brewer and Jaquindon Jackson. Oh, Utah. What the fuck? What's going on in Utah? David, you tell us. I don't know. Markedly, who we would say are the number two, the, the top two quarterbacks that we would tie to the David Ruff starter kit in the sports world are going to Utah. Charlie Brewer, of course, former Baylor quarterback on his uh, grad transfer, and Jaquindon Jackson, uh, former uh, Duncanville quarterback, unstoppable force former in high Longhorn. school. Longhorn. Did not see the field. Uh, announced he was entering the transfer portal last week. And I don't think anything to do with that. Just more like, so the uncertainty of the program. Sure. Probably. Sure, and everybody, if you read the Longhorn people, it's like, oh, uh, Car- what's the kid's name, Hudson Card? Hudson Card. He's the guy, apparently. He can really which spin is, it. Which is great for me to hear, but I, I don't know much about the Longview, kid. Longview, Texas kid? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I did call it. I was, I've been saying for months, like, Jaquinnan's going to transfer to Utah. <laughs> and, like, everybody's like, no, it's going to be SMU. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> definitely not, man. No, this is a shock. I thought it was definitely SMU. It's uh, his hometown. This. But, no, he is going – you know what? I'm happy for him to get out of the state, kind of get away from everything, get a fresh start. But they uh, they also have Cam Rising on their roster, the uh, Longhorn. It's a good book. Uh, my bad. I don't know. Okay. Does nobody know Cam Rising? No. Who the hell's Cam Rising? It sounds like is a whole – Duncanville squ- guy? No, he was, uh, he was a Longhorn commit. Pro-style quarterback. Cameron Rising. Again, sounds like Dude, a sci-fi everybody book. On, okay, I swear I'm not making this up. Dude, I'm, was, on, I'm on an orangebloods.com anymore. Give me a break. <laughs> well, everybody, dude, everybody who was texting me about it, like, dude, what's he doing? They got, I mean, they got Cam Rising. Everybody's acting like Cam Rising is this known quality. I wasn't that familiar I don't know with who that. Him. Is I had to go back and look. I forgot that he was ever even uh, associated with the Longhorns, but not important. Well, who, who could imagine there was a quarterback who signed with the University of Texas <laughs> and didn't end his career there. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't happened often. Uh, shouts to everybody going to Utah and getting a good soak in. Yes. Indeed. It's soak season. They love it was, a good it's soak all up there. comes back to the soak. <laughs> all right, quick dips. It doesn't very count quick. if you're not moving it back That's what forth. I heard. Let's do some extremely quick dips. Kyrie burning sage. This was in the pregame of the final exhibition game of – Brooklyn playing at Boston. And Kyrie's walking around in the TD Ameritrade Center. I think that's what they call it. Uh, TD Garden. TD Garden. Whatever it is. Ameritrade itself. TD. Don't say TD. Um, but walking around burning <laughs> sage as, I don't know, someone with like an eat, pray, love sign was would. there <laughs> Was there some like legitimate bad blood between the Celtics and Kyrie? Or is he just being like super dramatic about everything I think everything it's all front days? office. Between Kyrie and Kyrie, I think. Is the issue? Is he just like but they all greeted him like they loved him? Is he just conjuring up drama just all on his own here? Yes, like the whole LeBron he's quote. He's such a turd. And then that really deep comment he gave the other day about whatever it was. Well, he is what, an what artist. He, did, what? he didn't want to meet with the media, and he wanted the statement to to be to speak for he him. Quoted Malcolm X. And then, of course, I mean, in his defense, then ESPN all they did was report that he only gave a statement and nothing in the statement. Right, so I thought right. that was a good little cat and mouse. But then following that, he basically said that he doesn't speak to pawns. He was ready for his game to speak for itself. And like, Correct. That is the part where he lost me. Well, yeah. two things. He said on the Burning Sage that it comes from a lot of native tribes 
said he did it before the last game in Boston, and he plans to do it before every game if he's allowed, all about cleansing energy. Something tells me that no one's going to allow him to burn sage no. in, in a visiting arena ever oh, again. This climate. And then on on his <laughs> his, I'm going to just put out a statement because I don't talk to pawn stuff. Did you guys see what Charles said about this? Oh yeah, I did not. Because Barkley uh, got after him, and it was fantastic. He said, uh, "I want you." He says that a lot of times Kyrie's like, "I want you guys to know I'm the smartest guy in the room." Well, first of all, because Chuck says first of all all the time, you're not. You only went to college for six months. A lot of guys are smarter than you are. Just answer <laughs> stupid basketball questions. If you want to say something about social justice, say it and mean it because it's important and significant. But the other stuff, like, yo, man, shut the hell up and talk basketball. It's great. It's I, I, I don't like punctuating it with the stick to sports or shut up and dribble part, but uh, I think it's fair to take shots at him and be like, you're not the smartest guy in the room for sure. So you only went to college for six months. That's I love that. that. Um, yeah, that's insulting. I mean, I, he probably learned more in Duke in six months than Charles did in three years at Auburn, but that's a whole nother story. There's no way he went to class at Auburn. Not about gambling. Uh, <laughs> NBA tips off on Wednesday. More importantly, we do have college or not college Christmas day games on Friday, um, which I will pull up the rundown of those. Well, we know who primetime is. Yes. We got Luca. LeBron, got Mavs, Lakers. How H are you? Uh, it hasn't set in. Like I'm, I'm, I'm giddy about it. Like thinking about it, but it's just like the Mavs are going to be playing on Christmas for the foreseeable future, as long as Luca sticks around. And for them to get the primetime game, like for the first time, like against LeBron, defending champs, is it's insane. I'm very happy. It gives me something to look forward to on Christmas Day. Mixes it up. Hopefully the Mavs don't ruin Christmas. Do you have nothing else to look forward to on Christmas? Right, exactly. Except for the love of friends and family. But, you know, we'll see. Because the Cowboys have already ruined Thanksgiving for everyone. Hopefully the Mavs don't do that with Christmas. It's tough. Christmas Day schedule. We have Zion versus the defending Eastern Conference champions. Miami Heat kicking off the day at 11 Central. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see what... have it on the background. That's on the background. Full full power Zion looks like. Um, Who did they get as a coach? Or the same guys. Alvin Gentry's gone. They fired Alvin. Yeah, he's an assistant. Somewhere. They have uh, one of the Van Gundys. Yes, Stan. Not, yeah, not oh, Mike. Yeah. We kept Mike in the booth. Van Gundy. Uh, Jeff's in the booth. Yeah. Return of Steph Curry. We've been watching Seth for the last year. Uh, he will be playing in Milwaukee. The two hundred million dollar man. We didn't mention that Giannis got paid. Oh, congrats, man! Um, Hope you enjoyed up there. <laughs> that's on in the background. That's background. Uh, uh, with no clay, just not not sexy. Where's Bucks? But, I mean, I don't know if DeMond or – wow, why can't I think Draymond? of Draymond? Draymond. <laughs> Jeez. Draymond. I always get that wrong. Uh, Draymond's going to be playing or not. He's he's a little bit banged up too. Brooklyn Celtics again on Friday. Uh, do we have KD and Kyrie both healthy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100. Okay, I'm in on that. Just and to watch Steve that Nash match. is apparently just going to – he's going to be wearing not cleats but just basketball shoes on the sideline. And Mike D'Antoni, weirdly, also on the sideline. Correct. That, okay. That's going to be a weird fucking That team. dynamic is insane. There will be books written on it. Then I'm you excited. have, in prime fucking time, as David said, Luca, LeBron, 7 p.m., Christmas night. All in. And then to wrap up the night, I think what will probably be the closest and most exciting game, as we saw in the bubble, Nuggets are absolutely entertaining when they play. Nuggets and Clippers. Mm. So you have Ty Lue and... Uh, Jamal Murray. 
Yeah, going at it. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I didn't Tyler realize not playing, but yes. I didn't realize that there's a game after the Mav. I'm kind of I feel slighted a little West, bit. West Coast game. Well, that's fine. Um, you know that's late night. That's fine. You're no longer the main event, Dave. Damn. I would. Still I would think still say you're the main PM event. The main event. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> otherwise, I would have given the Lakers a, a late night if they thought that was the case. Uh, so yeah, it is a fun slate of games. What else we got? College hoops. Yes. Uh, I threw this in a group text and then followed but through by watching none of it. But I do think it's notable to say that Gonzaga did beat Iowa as a one versus three last week. Um, I'm trying to keep an eye out for more college basketball because I don't have a team I follow as closely. SMU is doing really well. I think they're still undefeated, um, but haven't hasn't really played anybody. Uh, Gonzaga-Iowa was a good game from the highlights I saw, but I'm not going to claim like I know everything. Michigan State did drop a game to like unranked Dayton or some shit. Though. Welcome my Texas Longhorns to the top ten. How That's exciting. That? That's exciting yeah. for the for the pod in the Big 12. I uh, am weirdly like watching a few games here and there, which has been years since I've done that. I should know this. Are they allowing fans? Very limited. Okay. Yeah, very limited. Those games Whole squad's are not going to the drum, unfortunately. Okay. When is that new arena? Have they broken ground on that one yeah. yet? Have I don't they? think it's next year. I think it's two years. I think away. it's going to be. I could slick, be wrong, though. man. Yeah, it should be should be nice. Baylor, of course, still at two. I haven't watched enough of them because the games that I've been ready to watch have been canceled. <laughs> they have. They missed a bunch. They had a couple yeah. games get canceled. Yeah. So with college, like they cancel like in packs of three since of their schedules, right. like two games or whatever, or right. whatnot. Um, I don't know how amped i'm going to be for march madness when it comes around but i am certainly going to be invested in like keeping up with as many games as i can right now because i have a feeling when we get to tournaments there's going to be some sort of fuckery that takes out some of the fun that we used to have like you know they're going to do like miniature bubbles and games are just going to be weird i hope they do it like high school basketball tournaments were not that i played in any But where you've got like the team sitting up in the bleachers watching the other games, but they're all in like their warm ups, just hanging out, fucking eating popcorn and texting the whole time. That was the most fun part of of AAU tournaments. Yeah, I played a little AAU ball, eighth grade. What's up? Big Duncanville Fieldhouse guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy that I didn't make the ninth grade team. Are we going to Randy like that? I don't like, I don't like how much this is Randy... where we get an Oak Cliff Baptist shout out. <laughs> oh, OCBF. That yes. was baseball. Good God. Ended my career on the mound, like two innings. I got shelled, Dylan. Absolutely shelled. That doesn't surprise Bad me. Bad on the ball every time. That doesn't surprise me, David. I could not get it past them. God, I would have ripped your shit. Oh God. No, they trust me. It was, it was demoralizing. <laughs> shout out Keys Park though. I knew Mike would go straight to the running back with what I just said. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been a minute since a combat sports minute. There was a lot of combat sports. And, uh, man, as much as, I hate, as much as I hate Canelo, he's worth talking about. Um, he's really good. He's the best pound-for-pound pound fighter, pound pound fighter in the world. And uh, fought a dude who was about five inches taller than him. Actually, maybe more than that. Callum. Uh, I believe he's an Englishman, and just did everything he wanted. The guy had, you know, six inches on reach uh, over Canelo, and Canelo just walked him down. It was demoralizing. Dude dude held up pretty well, didn't get knocked down, has never been knocked down, but Canelo scares me. Triple G won the night before. I don't know if anybody watched that. Guys' grocery games? Guys' grocery games. Nobody know, Dude, Triple G's <laughs> stock has fallen so hard, man. Nobody cares about him anymore. I didn't even know he was fighting until Friday, which is sad, because I used to be the biggest Triple G homer. But – 
he got a dub finish in the fifth round, I think, and I don't know. He's 38. People Do you are, want to see Triple no, G Canelo 3? I don't because it's just not fair to him. Everybody, everybody thinks that he won the first fight. It was not a split decision. He probably – there's an argument that the second fight was, was close, but he probably lost that one to Canelo. I don't want to see a third one because I don't think – I think it'll be pretty um, one-sided for Canelo. Is that what buried Triple G's career is those two losses basically? Um, Honestly, yeah. I mean, so the first fight was a split decision, and everybody's like, dude, he got robbed. Canelo got beat. Yeah. The second fight, after he lost to Canelo, yeah, it was – that was it. And then he had a fight against Danny Jacobs that he was close. He got a decision. It was a favorable decision. He just And he hasn't been knocking dudes out like gotcha. he used to. And that was the draw with him because he was just freaky power at that size. But, um, yeah, other than that, we had UFC card. My dude Jeff Neal got beat by Wonder Boy. I was very upset about that. Jeff Neal, of course, was working at, like, Texas Roadhouse uh, and fighting in the UFC. Uh, and then had congestive heart failure like three months ago. Was in the hospital ICU for a week. Came back, fought. Wonder Boy beats a lot of people. He's a really hard guy. He's a karate guy. So wasn't a terrible loss. He'll come back from it. But that was that was upsetting. But that is my combat sports minute. Unless you got anything, Micah. I don't. Um, I I too don't want to see Canelo Triple G. But I would imagine we're going to see it. I I would rather see that than Triple G versus one of the Paul brothers. So. The Triple G is well, not. Those are the only fights Paul. people are talking about. First of all, Triple point. G can't. He is not a. He doesn't know how to talk shit. I mean, he's from Kazakhstan. He doesn't have that great of a grasp of the language. It would be the most boring the, lead up. The, the to Paul a brothers fight. would be doing so many Borat bits. Oh my like, god! I mean, it would just be. It oh. would be so much. I see here we've got a baseball tweet. Yeah, Randy, can you pull this up for me? There was a tweet from Jeff Passan, the uh, baseball writer. Uh, and I just want to share this with you guys. I'll read it out loud. I've been saving uh, this antidote for a story. I can't say that word. Uh, but screw it. Too good to squirrel away. Someone suggested Ray's pitcher, Tyler Glasnow, try and get angry before starts. To do this, he would look at pictures of one person. He pulled out his phone and showed me. It was Martin Screlly. <laughs> was it this photo? I hope so. Because I am now angry. I want to oh go another gosh. hour. I want to go in on the college football playoff now. He is very this. hateable, very punchable. Is this before, so like, the... I'd like to the, see him fight a Paul brother. I don't, uh, I don't know if he wants that smoke. Apparently very kissable, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is this before or after uh, Martin Skrellix here uh, you know, let the bass drop? It's a DJ joke. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. Would, How did you make that second. joke and no one made it on Circling Back? What a little twerp this kid is. <laughs> Must have some game, though. So this has got to be true. No one would make this up. I mean, Tyler Glasnow, for those who don't recognize the name off that, is the guy who says the hottest guy in baseball. He's very tall. Six foot seven, absolute smoke show of a unit. Yeah. And and hates Martin Shkreli. And apparently hates the right man. He hates it when people uh, jack up the price of life-saving drugs by like 5,000% overnight. Most people hate that. He really cannot stand that. Keep Wu-Tang's album from him? Yeah, keeps Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang album. For himself, he just he just wants to be a villain. Like that's all that's all this is. He also stole a man's wife, <laughs> but that's a whole nother. He just wants to be a whole nother. Are we thing. sure Tyler wasn't an investor that was defrauded by Shkreli? Like, and that's what this this it really could is. be. Because you know, I mean, no one defrauds investors quite like Martin Shkreli. How have we not got a love child between him and uh, that one chick with the deep voice, Elizabeth Holmes? Yes. Ooh, 
I'd I'd pay to see that. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I meant. Elizabeth Holmes. Which Holmes. part? <laughs> hey guys, From Elizabeth Holmes. Hey Martin, we're gonna jack up the cost of that drug. <laughs> Name another sports pod that's doing. <laughs> she does have an incredible Elizabeth Holmes and it's Martin Screlly uh, fanfic. It's a ASMR. fake deep voice. I don't think it is. No, she no. It's just socially awkward. No, I think she she puts it on. She talks like she's just got stuck in the stomach by like a triple G liver. Did shot. you guys talk about how the the author that fell in love with Spiral. Martin Screlly like has parlayed this into a, a spread in Elle magazine? Really? Well, yeah, the, the thing was published. Well, it was published in L, but like, there's like five or six just like shots of her. They usually don't show that in L. Oh, what the L? Yeah, dude. She. And yeah, she's, what the L? She's all over Twitter. <laughs> she had less followers than me as of yesterday, BuzzFeed. but things she, could change. She won the internet today, ma'am. Oh, this is also this is like being fair. Um, this is being fair faucet on uh, Michael Jackson's death day. You're right. That's, that's that's what's happening right that now. Is, that <laughs> well, makes so that. much sense. Farrah Fawcett died the same day Michael Jackson died. Oh, so of course, that. nobody cared. Oh about gosh, I didn't, know she, I didn't know that. <laughs> exactly. And she's been dead for many years, Dylan. <laughs> well, I knew she was dead. Michael I, Jackson I just dead. Forgot all Age about 50. it. Um, only other note, and it's not worth bringing back up. But do we have the other photo? I forgot to even mention that. Uh, very niche and really for Dallas <laughs> uh, fans only. But Luka Doncic and uh, Jalen Brunson. Point guard out of Villanova. Shout out to Jay of the Day. Had a little bet going on. I believe it was about the Cowboys Eagles, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the loser had to wear a jersey of you know, the, the other's team. And uh, this is when Jalen went on Twitter and said that uh, your favorite player, referring to Luca, didn't know who T.O. was whenever he brought it up to him. Luca said, Don't worry, I'll make you a custom one. So he made a jersey that said Luca's son. That's just, that's just, you love to see this. That's, that's good. The guy's that's good old fashioned. Fun. Fucking Jalen like goes all uh, Unabomber with the look to make sure his uh, Google look isn't marred or he, Google photos isn't marred forever. He should auction this jersey <laughs> off for charity because he would get he could get twenty thousand dollars for this jersey. No, I would buy this jersey for twenty dollars. I buy it for two thousand yen. I would give like one one hundredth of a bitcoin for this jersey. I'll flip the Xbox I purchased today and use some of those proceeds to bet on a portion of this jersey. Okay, I'll but, I won't, up you. but I won't do that. I'll one up you. I'll go back home and I'll open up my pog binder and I will take mm. my three favorite pogs for this jersey. I will use all of your stimulus checks on this jersey. <laughs> <laughs> your Chuck E. Cheese coins. All right, so let's run, run it back. You want to run it back? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. A segment in which we talk about what we've already talked about and we started 18 minutes late today. A reminder that KJ has superpowers today and he got an Xbox. The Texans' misery brings Dylan a lot of holiday joy. The whole squad is happy for Dez. Throw up the X for Dippy. Dylan thinks Dave can't afford Society X. Sorry, no idea. I'm sorry. Big news, there are new drops coming soon. Nothing was the same after the lane train. Matt Campbell out here looking like Zach De La Rucca. The domers are all trash, that according to me. Condi Rice is the answer to every issue facing college football. Brett Bielema had a hot wife, but she left him. Dave is so fucking sick of the middleman. It doesn't count if you're not rubbing it back and forth. I don't even know what that that was about. That was about about soaking. soaking. I didn't say rubbing, but... Oh, sorry. Either way, we we get it. Why don't you say it, though? (laughs) It's crazy that Dave didn't make the ninth grade hoops team. God, Dorn would have ripped Dave's shit back in the day. What's your deal, dude? And Martin Screlly is both very punchable and kissable. 
smelled like chicken wings, is what she said in the uh, interview. Weirdly, <laughs> that is what she said. The room yeah. smelled like chicken wings. Got Lou Williams interest. Oh, what a what an electric running back segment. After after you were like, oh, I forgot, didn't want to do it. Look at that. So many sports. End of the year. We did well. I'm about to pee myself. We'll see you also in this year because next Monday is in 2020 as well. Is it? Yeah. It's Great. Not next year yet. One last Monday yeah. in this shitty year. Yeah. Can't wait. Jeez. Well, guys, Merry Dipmas to Merry all Dipmas. of you at home. Thank you for your, your ongoing support of uh, Too Much Dip Nation. Dylan, I'm going to keep talking so you have to uh, hold it even longer. Have a happy Chinooka. I, I have no problem. I know it's over. Walking out of here. Toodaloo. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Give me a second to find the right music. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. When my team wins a big game, it's good.